Before we get going, here's the bit where I remind you that nothing we discussed should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational and hopefully entertainment purposes only. So while we hope you find it both informative and entertaining, please do your own research or speak to a financial advisor before putting a dime of your money into these crazy markets. about to listen to a special preview edition of the Grant Williams podcast featuring my very special guest and by far the most insightful chicken on social media, Doomberg. Over the last six months, Doomberg's prolific output has consistently been among the best, most thoughtful content I've read. So I'm delighted to have him join me for a conversation about his origins, the motivation behind his excellent commentary, and to pick apart some of the fascinating topics he's covered with such panache. Every episode of the Grant Williams podcast, including The Endgame, The Super Terrific Happy Hour, and The Narrative Game is available to copper and silver tier subscribers at my website, grant-williams.com. Copper tier subscribers get access to all the podcasts, while members of the silver tier get both the podcast and my monthly newsletter, Things That Make You Go Hmm. So, if you enjoy what you hear on the show and you want more high-quality content like it, please make your way over to grant-williams.com and join our exciting community today. And with that, please enjoy the show. Well, Duberg, they uh, they say if you live long enough, you will get to see everything. This is a bucket list for me. I've always wanted to interview a chicken. <laughs> Grant, Grant Williams, uh, really amazing to be on your show. Thanks for having me and. Uh... Hopefully, um, I come through on on what you thought it would be. Well, look, it's a great pleasure to talk to you because you've been kind of come out of nowhere in the Twitter sphere and just putting out some consistently really, really fantastic, thought provoking stuff. And so, you know, I, I I wanted to talk to you about that, but I also I'm intrigued with the the other thing that you're putting out regularly, which is this report on on what you call the work of your life, which I found really interesting. It resonated with me strongly for many personal reasons. But I thought it was a really interesting experiment for you to put out there in public. So, I mean, to the best that you can, let's go back to when you were hatched and figure out kind of the the career path you've taken. Sure. Yeah. So I'm not actually a chicken in real life, although uh, I do play one on Twitter. I'm a scientist and a business person by training. I spent decades doing the business of science in industry and that slowly evolved over time to become more about business and less about science, as things do. Uh, and then eventually, I decided to leave the world of corporate business and start uh, a consulting firm with uh, with a small team. So I'm, I'm currently a partner in a bespoke consulting firm that specializes in coming up with alternative ways to view complex problems for our clients. And so uh, we sort of have two approaches to our business. One is we tackle any problem that has some complexity to it, whether or not we have any pre-existing knowledge in the space. Uh, and then two, we actively network and give to a network of experts in a variety of fields and then are able to sort of crowdsource from that network to solve tough problems for our clients. And these problems you know, run the full range of environmental problems to technical problems, to business problems, to M&A strategy, uh, you name it. Our, our One of our mottos in the offices, don't come to us unless you want to hear yes. And through the development of that business, we have found that in order to understand complexity, one of the best ways to climb the ladder quickly is to try to teach it to somebody else. And so if you can explain, you can understand. 
And so before we would present to a client our findings, we would be teaching each other sort of in dry runs to try to understand the essence of a, of a new problem, which is really quite fun. And it's a fantastic way to live and it's a, it's a great way to grow a business. And so our strategy is, is to be able to teach and then to become friends with the experts that we would need to bring in and, and really solve the problem via our network. And so those two things sort of combined to lay the foundation for what Doomberg ultimately is, which is an outlet for my passion that my team encouraged me to do. Uh, and I count you as sort of informally part of that team because part of your encouragement to, to give this a go was certainly a big input uh, for us. Uh, but we decided that you know this ability to explain uh, combined with this emerging trend of content creators putting themselves out there in the market um, was sort of the, the foundation for how Doomberg was born. Uh, we're almost 50 articles deep into this uh, little experiment. It's been a total blast. The reaction to it has far exceeded my expectations. Uh, and in a way, it's a great showcase piece for our clients for how we think and how we write and the types of brands we can develop. And so it's really, really been fantastic. And to think that I'd be on the Grant Williams podcast so soon after starting Doomberg has, uh, is proof of how much it has exceeded our expectations. Well, I'm not sure about that, but I have to say, you know, that whole idea of if you can explain, you can help people understand it, that was really what I started doing, you know, when I started writing things to make you go home. It was like, if I can explain this to people, then it, it means I understand it. And that was really a similar start for me in terms of, okay, do I understand this? And how do I figure out if I do understand it? And that is trying to explain to other people, as you say. So that, that really resonates with me. Just talk me through the decision to go down the anonymous route, because I, I presume it's something to do with client privacy and stuff, but was there any other contributing factors to that? Yeah, it's not so much about client privacy. I, I think it actually sort of adds to the brand. When we did a, an analysis of the content creator space, there's sort of two routes to go. Uh, one is you become Grant Williams and your face is the brand. There's a completely separate route, which is the anonymous route, uh, which does have the advantage of keeping some privacy and does allow you a bit of uh, a few degrees of freedom to speculate on a, on a, a wider array of topics without too much concern for any potential backlash blowing into your personal life. Although the topics we talk about on Doomberg aren't, we're meant to be provocative without being polarizing. And, and we know sort of the hot button issues that could get somebody in trouble if they're, you know, what you say is misinterpreted. And we try to avoid those. Um, it's just not worth the hassle. But the, yeah, right. the, the, the true, the, the, the deciding factor to stay anonymous is actually about the brand. Um, the chicken as a brand is was really fun. One of my partners is brilliant at developing brands and this was their creation. And, and when people see the chicken, they have a certain reaction. And, and we've done a lot of work in branding for clients. And we have a couple of expressions around branding, one of which is brand is what they say it is, not what you say it is. And then brand is about consistency. And so I actually debated about whether or not to come on the podcast because it sort of pierces some of that, is this really a chicken brand element? But at the same time, uh, we're going to keep the writing pretty pure. And um, and we decided since it was the Grant Williams podcast, I mean, you, you don't say no to an invite to a show like yours. <laughs> well, look, I, I have to say that, uh, and I hate to be the one to break this to you, but I, I don't think anybody really thought you were a chicken. Um, so the hours you may have spent debating that may have been a futile exercise. I think we all realized that I've seen chickens type and it's not pretty. <laughs> well, I will say that uh, the the chicken brand, and one of the things that we do with, with the Substack articles is we 
we always infuse a bit of photoshopping of the chicken into the, the weaving right. it into the story. And, and uh, when I watch uh, friends and family read the latest Doomberg piece, they always seem to chuckle at those photoshops, which right. is which is the brand intent. You know, it, it's meant to be funny without being silly, provocative without being uh, polarizing, and to teach without being too too arrogant about it, as though you you know all the answers because we we certainly don't. Uh, we we sometimes write about things we've just learned about. Um, we aren't so arrogant to think that we know the answers. Uh, if if the answers were known or knowable, it'd be far less interesting uh, to navigate the world. Uh, but we do have some experience in some areas, and we do see what I think are pretty boneheaded policies, uh, especially in the energy space, being propagated globally right now, and and the inevitable disasters that will befall us um, as they play out in real time are, are sort of fascinating to watch. Uh, and so we aren't afraid to put out a bold opinion um, but at the same time, you know, we do recognize that uh, the chicken brand is, you know, and Doomberg, the name, which is a great name, again, conceived by that same partner that conceived the chicken icon. Uh, it just sort of captures much of the zeitgeist of the current content creator framework. Uh, it's sort of a, a combination of zero hedge, but with a bit more humor and, um, and a bit more fun. Well, the uh, we'll, we'll get to some of those polarizing hot button topics in a bit because there's there's a lot of those that you've tackled. That I'm I'm really keen to talk to you about. But before we do that, let, let's talk about the work of your life, the idea of publishing that and bringing people along on that journey. Because I, I thought that was a fantastic idea. It's a brave idea for sure, particularly as you did it so early in your run before you you really had a sense of what this was going to become. So so talk about the motivations behind that and what you hope to achieve with it. Absolutely. The work of my life, just to bring people up to speed who, who may not have read Doomberg yet, is a monthly letter that authentically lays bare the progress of Doomberg as an entity. So our follower count, our email subscriber count, how many people are reading us, but also it shares the very personal story at the heart of Doomberg, which is, as my team that encouraged me to do this kept saying, no, this is your passion. In my career as a scientist, I found my success. I was, I was a decent scientist, but the differentiating attributes of my career were my ability to explain really complex scientific phenomenon to investors and stakeholders in a way that made them understand it. And because it was at the interface between business and technology, I had to understand the business side of it before I could explain why the technology was relevant and should cause them to write a check. Now, because explaining, understanding, distilling, visualizing, digging into the data directly, pulling out the essence of a phenomenon is my deep personal passion. One of our philosophies is if, if you are authentically passionate about something, then it becomes infinitely easier to do. Uh, and you followed this and I've watched your journey very carefully. I've been a subscriber for a long time. You're very passionate about being with brilliant people in the finance space, understanding their strategies, their stories, their tactics, their journeys, and then producing gorgeous product that other people are willing to pay to consume. And you couldn't do that if it felt like work. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the work of my life is an honest expression of the authenticness with which we are approaching this Doomberg project. I, this is the work of my life. This is what I love to do. We still have, of course, a business to run, and not all work can feel like fun, but I can assure you that no Doomberg work ever feels like work. And oftentimes when I'm doing the things that I still have to do. 
The full conversation is available to subscribers to the copper and silver tiers of my website, grant-williams.com. Nothing we discuss should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational and hopefully entertainment purposes only. So while we hope you find it both informative and entertaining, please do your own research or speak to a financial advisor before putting a dime of your money into these crazy markets.